Welcome to Harmonia. This hour will tour the musical centers of 17th and 18th century Prague. Along the route will unravel the city's intricate tradition of liturgical music, revel in instrumental masterworks by Czech natives and foreign visitors, and hear excerpts from operas premiered within the city, including excerpts from Mozart's Don Giovanni. We'll finish with a brief visit to Leipzig on our featured release, Sacred Music by Sebastian Knipfer. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval, renaissance, and baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. Let's take a quick look back in time. We spun the wheel and it landed on 1390. The year celebrates the birth of John Dunstable, a man claimed by music theorist and composer Johannes Tinctoris to be the fount and origin of a new and remarkable musical style. This style, dubbed the English countenance or la contenance angloise by Martin Lefranc in his poem Le Champion des Dames, featured a prevalence of imperfect consonant sonorities, or what we refer to today as major and minor thirds and sixths. It seems as though a preference for such sonorities originated in England and was not long after adopted by contemporaneous composers from continental Europe we can hear acceptance and even excitement for Dunstable's English continence in the music of the Burgundian school composers such as Guillaume Dufay and Gilles Benchois. Also born in that year was a woman who may have heard the music of Dunstable. Anne de Mortimer was a noblewoman of the House of Plantagenet and a descendant of King Edward III. Anne's noble lineage placed her and her kin in a position to contend for the throne of England. Indeed, a slew of courtly conflicts involving Anne's son Richard developed into outright war between the Plantagenet's two rival lines. Richard managed to secure his position for the throne, but died in battle before it could be claimed. Among the deaths in 1390 were those of John I, Duke of Lorraine, and Robert II of Scotland. The former assumed his title when he was but six months old and spent the remainder of his life in battle, much like his father, Rudolf, Duke of Lorraine. As a lieutenant general for the Holy Roman Empire, John pressed toward eastern Slavic lands and took part in crusades across Lithuania with the Teutonic Knights. He died in Paris while engaged in a different sort of battle, this time in defense against the citizens of Neuchâtel who had charged him with misuse of power. The latter, Robert II, was grandson of Robert the Bruce and the first of the royal house of Stuart. Robert claimed the throne of Scotland at the age of 55 and, from its vantage point, sought to maintain dominion over a country divided in allegiance. Even after major conflicts with the English had subsided, the country still maintained English garrisons and sheltered citizens whose loyalties lay with foreign occupants. Robert spent much of his rule defending his country from repossession at the hand of King Edward III. He died at Dundonald Castle, following likely another expedition to promote political unity. This has been a glimpse back in time to the year 1390. I'm Angela Mariani. 
You can find more about the people, events, and music from this era online in our blog section, along with early music t-shirts, totes, and books in our gift store. Find it all at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Welcome to Harmonia. In the 17th century, the city of Prague experienced a resurgence of cultural and musical life inspired by foreign influences. Following conflicts of religion and rule between Bohemia and its Habsburg lords, foreign appointees based in Vienna made frequent trips to and from Prague's opulent Baroque palaces. But under such absentee rule, patrons of the arts became few and far between, resulting in a degradation of artistic life and the flight of many talented musicians to other places. But in the intermingling of local and foreign influence, a slow regeneration began. Within the church, liturgical genres such as the oratorio and sacred concerto thrived. A school of organ playing develops around Bohuslav Matej Chernohorsky and his pupils. These include Joseph Zegur, employed at the Crusaders Church and the Church of Our Lady before Teen. Another composer of liturgical music at work in Prague is Jan Dismas Zelenka. After arriving in the city from a small town southeast of Prague, Zelenka pursues musical studies at the Jesuit College Clementinum. There he becomes an expert player of the violone, an instrument quite similar to the modern-day double bass, and composes his first sacred works. Oh, <laughs> 
we heard sacred music from 17th century Prague. The Prague madrigal singers sang Chernohorsky's setting of Regina Celi on a recording from 1982. Following that, Alice Barta played Zeger's Imitatio Super Alleluia Pascale, and the Marburger Bach Choir and Barocan Ensemble Marburg performed the Agnus Dei Dona Nobis Pacem from Zelenka's Missa Sanctissime Trinitatis. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music. Hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts can be found online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Opera is largely a foreign affair in Prague during the 17th and 18th centuries. In the 1750s, the city saw successful premieres of Christoph Willibald Gluck's operas Ezio and Isipile. In 1783, Count Nostitz established the Nostitz's National Theatre, later called the Estates Theatre, which accommodated the local public with Czech performances and opera in other languages. The success of the Nostitz's National Theatre linked with that of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Positive reception of his abduction from the Seraglio and the marriage of Figaro attracted the attention of the theatre's musical director, Pasquale Bondini, at whose request Mozart composed music for a new opera, Don Giovanni. The theatre premiered the opera in 1787. Sangue di sortite, 
Opera in the Theatres of Prague. We heard the overture to Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart's Don Giovanni and a scene from Act Two of Mozart's Le Nozze de Figaro, both performed on period instruments by the English Baroque soloists. Before that, we heard the Sinfonia and Marcia from Gluck's Ezio, performed by Il Complesso Barocco. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, publisher of Early Music America magazine, on the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. The last leg of our trek through 17th and 18th century Prague takes us to instrumental music by Czech composers. One highly acclaimed violin virtuoso was Franz Benda, a Czech native who, after working throughout his homeland as a wandering musician, took his skill to the court of Frederick the Great. He remained in the service of the court for a large extent of his adult life, playing close to 50,000 concertos in a span of 40 years. Another Czech native traveled throughout his life in pursuit of music. As a young man, Joseph Mislivicek studied composition under Franz Habermann and Josef Zeger. Following that, he journeyed to Venice, where he became known as Il Boemo, or the Bohemian. In Bologna, Mislivicek became acquainted with a young Mozart and grew to be a favorite of the Mozart family. In a letter to his father Leopold, Wolfgang Amadeus described his friend as, quote, full of fire, spirit, and life. A third musician from Prague was Johann Stamitz. 
Stamets worked for one year at the University of Prague before abruptly departing to pursue his own performance career. It's possible that he, too, traveled greatly prior to his appointment at the Mannheim court. There, his extensive symphonic output helped establish the importance of wind instruments and develop what would come to be known as sonata form.
Instrumental music by Czech composers. The London Mozart players, directed by Matthias Barnard, performed the third movement of Joseph Mislivchek's symphony in G major and the second movement of Johann Stamitz's symphony in F major. Before that, Hans Joachim Berg played the third movement of Franz Benda's sonata for violin and continuo in F minor. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. Our featured release explores the music of Sebastian Knüpfer, musician to the city of Leipzig. Sebastian Knüpfer studied a diversity of subjects in Regensburg, including music, poetry, and philology. He then moved on to Leipzig, winning singing positions and vying for the post of Thomas Kantor, along with four other candidates. Knüpfer won the post in 1657 and continued his musical and intellectual contribution. The CD, Sacred Music by Sebastian Knüpfer, which was recently reissued by the Hyperion label, is one of over 90 recordings by period orchestra and chorus The King's Consort, under the direction of conductor and harpsichordist Robert King.
We heard sacred music by Sebastian Knüpfer, performed by the King's Consort. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week, we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any aspect of this program. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia is Laura Osterlund. Thanks to our studio engineer Mike Pashkash and our staff, David Wood, John Bailey, Anna Pranger, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. <laughs>